My cousin just calls me. She goes, what are you doing? I said, I'm drinking coffee. She goes, I never got into that. I said, never got into what? She goes, I don't drink coffee. I said, what do you do? She goes, nothing. I said, tea, something like that. She goes, no, I just get up. You just get up. You just get up. What's wrong? What's happening? How do you do that? I've been drinking coffee since the fourth grade. I've been dunking coffee in bishkorts. That's how I got started in the fourth grade. My mother used to give me a cup of coffee with a bishkort and I used to dip it. That's how this coffee trend started. All right. Now here I am, however many years later, and I can't get, I can't stop. I'm done with it. I said, we have nothing in common in the morning. I'll see you in the afternoon. What do you say when someone says you're not my cup of tea? I drink coffee anyway, so go fuck yourself. Man, this whole hour threw me off my game, if I ever had a game. If it wasn't for uh, somebody, oh, are you going to do a show today? I'm like, oh, wait, what? What? Oh, oh, okay. <clears throat> but uh, it shouldn't be that much of a big deal, but it is. You know, that that little extra hour makes a difference. Whether they give it to you or take it away, it's kind of like it's kind of like hours at work. That extra hour makes a difference. It means an extra an extra pizza roll. It means an extra cup of coffee, and during the week, it means it means uh, you know an extra meal at McDonald's. And yeah, we're still doing it. But hey, whatever. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. This is yours truly, Ralph William. You can follow me on X at Radio. You can download our mobile app on your Google Play or Apple Store. It is uh, Epic Strategies Network. Download our mobile app, and you can tune in at any time. And uh, companies, local businesses to support you know, a revolution. And it seems like everybody's doing a revolution nowadays. You know, whether you're, you're, you're pro United States, whether you're pro Palestine or whether you're pro Israel, it's, I, f- I feel it's like everybody's down for an insurrection, but you know, whatever, that's just how things are. Oh, uh, you can go to Epic strategies, network.com and click that link to join. Greatly, greatly appreciated. Man, so you know how I felt a little icky. I don't know, like needed. I feel like a. I feel like a California hipster. I need to detox. Nah, I think I need to do a water fast and a colon cleanse. So today, uh, I am just having straight up black coffee. Yes, despite what people may think about me i do enjoy black coffee and that's what i'm having at the moment no creamer no sugar just straight up grit 
and miserable to start off a Monday with an extra hour of sleep. And uh, yeah, that's what we're having right now. So that doesn't mean that we don't continue on with the ceremony. So if you have it with you, come and join. Come and join, children. Join, children. Come by the fireplace, children. If you have your coffee mugs, your travel mugs, your sippy cups, your doggy bowls, if you have a beer hat and you want to drink it like that, then go ahead and do so. And join me in this sip of some black-ass coffee. One more, one more, one more. Put some hair on your chest. Put some hair on your chest, boy. The dude, Sean. What's going on, dude, Sean? Mama Bear Tracy, Muck, Poppy Ace, Mr. A, and several, several more. Thank you for joining. Caps, how are you, sir? Dude, Sean, I hope you checked your Instagram, man. I, I hope you enjoy your logo. Let me know what you think. So, one thing that I want to play. Let's see if I can find it. <sighs> There was a, uh, I was watching a program over the weekend, which had me flabbergasted. Is that a word? Can we still use these words? Or is that like canceled with everything else? Flabbergasted? Uh, maybe gasted is like too close to, never mind. So I, um, I came across this program and of course, uh, they were talking about um, Canada. And one of the things that were, I know that Canada, you know, is, I've been to Canada, it's a nice place, all this stuff. I never knew much about their their government structure. And I'm sure this is going to be somebody trying to school me on it. But hey, that's what we're here for. But one thing that I found interesting, man, and and I started to think like, Man, this sounds cruel, but maybe, maybe they might have a point. I don't know. So, of course, they started talking about assisted suicides in Canada. This is a thing. I don't know if it's just Canada or throughout the UK. I might have to ask Chica for that. But... Um, this is coming from somebody who used to live in Canada. Who, not a, not a big fan. Not a big fan. N no offense to the people. The government, I don't know, doesn't seem, doesn't seem too, um, <clears throat> too nice. You know, they don't really believe in a lot of things. I mean, I would say they like to cut down on freedom and speeches and all that stuff, but like, what are what are we doing over here? Like I don't think we're doing anything different. You know what I'm saying? It's just all, it's just all in how you word it. <clears throat> Difficulty in consequences. A regime once upon a time used to refer to it as um, mercy killings of the mentally ill and the handicapped. Uh, you know, euthanasia was the term for a long time, but I think it's got some baggage. Trudeau's regime went with medical assistance in dying. In 2016, 2015, 2016, there was a Supreme Court decision that said uh, not allowed to die. 
the Liberal government passed legislation, uh, and during the debates for this, uh, unsolicited said, you know what, we, should, we don't want to deny the right to die to the mentally ill either. Like, you have to allow the mentally ill, who, in law, mental illness vitiates contracts. You, you don't want to deny them the right to consent to end their life. And so they said, we're going to include that. But there was a bit of, a, there was a bit of ethical, uh, ethical uh, debates. So they said, OK, well, we're going to exclude it for now. But that exclusion comes to an end. And it came to an end, give or take, 2023-2024. Canada has now, for those who don't know, expanded it even more to include uh, drug addiction where there is no otherwise underlying uh, terminal illness. The numbers basically, I say doubled every year. They, they went from uh, a couple thousand to 10,000 in five years. All right. So uh, maybe, maybe there might be something to this. I mean, we have a homeless population going crazy in the United States. You know, we, uh, we might find a way to deal with that. Maybe we can bring bring on over since we like to copy a lot of uh, you know other countries' uh, ways. We're trying to turn the United States into every other country, so why not? Right? We want to turn this country into a socialist country. Why not do that? Let's just let's just have let's just round them all up, right? Let's let's have them sign some consent forms, you know. Uh, make sure they're good and sober, right? Or maybe not. Who knows, right? And uh, just hey, look, um, you know, you're you you can't like you're not gonna fix yourself. There's no type. There's no amount of uh, psychology uh, out there that the government can pay or the state can pay to help you realize that we need you as a taxpayer. So um, stop doing drugs, eh? No, no, no. We're we're just gonna be like, hey, can you sign this, and uh, we'll take care of the rest. Uh, we'll make sure you we'll give you a good batch, and uh, you don't have to worry a bit. You don't have to worry anything. You don't have to worry about nothing. You don't have to worry. Satisfied uh, for any Mary J. Blige uh, listeners out there. So these are the things that that hey. We're pretty close to each other, right? Canada, United States. Um, so why not implement this? We might we might take down that pesky, you know, homeless population in Texas, in New York, in, and in California in one swift f swoop, and it won't cost the taxpayers a lot of money. Might probably even save money, according to this gentleman. It became an industry. When I say it became an industry, um, if you haven't seen this commercial, Simon's is a clothing store. Ask what on earth they have to do with euthanasia. And there's a sick, twisted, demented punchline to this story. They ran an ad. Last breaths are sacred. When I imagine my final days, I see bubbles. This is a woman who, who chose uh, allegedly to end her own life I see music. Talk about turning euthanasia into a business to glamorize it. This also came out during the COVID era where people, I believe, uh, I believe it came out during the COVID era where people were 
already somewhat distressed about the, the, the lamentable state of the world. Even now, as I seek help to end my life, there is still so much beauty. You just as I seek help to end my life. You have to be brave enough to see it. You have to be brave enough. Jennifer, 1985 to 2022. As she seeks to end her life, there's beauty in life. You just have to be brave enough to find it. Do you, you know what the sick punchline to that, to that commercial was? Simon's is a clothing store making a tribute video to Jennifer who chose to end her life. You know what the sick, twisted punchline to that is? She wasn't terminally ill. You know what the even sicker, twisted punchline to that was? Allegedly, from reports, she didn't even want to die. Woman featured in pro-euthanasia commercial wanted to live, save friends. I feel like I'm falling through the cracks. So if I'm not able to access health care, am I then able to access death care? Hatch said in a CTV interview. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. So you're saying, you're saying that in in that country, there's probably people that can't access healthcare. How's that? How's that a thing? How's that a how's how can you how's that a thing? Can can I mean is there there's people here that don't have jobs? They they can have healthcare. How, this lady and why would that be an option like, oh look i guess i can't get i can't get some uh for example i can't get some diabetes medication i can't get some insulin you know i guess my kidneys are shot i guess uh maybe i can just ask them to uh put me on ice you know can't afford it sorry put me on ice put me on ice trudeau judo i see that you know your judo put me on ice buddy i can't i can't afford your health care jennifer hatch she wasn't terminally ill she chose to end her life because the healthcare system in the socialized healthcare of Canada was so lamentable she couldn't get the treatments that she needed for a non-terminal illness. And she took her own life with the assistance of government. Whether or not that's euthanasia, medical assistance in dying, mercy killings, or state-sanctioned murder, I guess only depends on your perspective. And now they're broadening. They're broadening it to include drug addicts. But the, the numbers, by the way, just came out for 2022. If you didn't think the numbers for 2021 were shocking and obscene enough, um, the numbers for 2022 are out. And spoiler alert, they're even more shocking and obscene. And that's if you can even believe these numbers, which I will unabashedly, unashamedly say I do not. I do not believe the number is only 13,241. But the number being reported now, 13,241 Canadians euthanized in 2022, and it's rising. Do you know what that represents by way of total death in Canada? Of all the deaths in Canada, 4.1% come from the government. Oh, man. 4.1% comes from the government to help their people. <clears throat> See, this is why I say usually whatever the government puts their freaking hands on, man, they 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 become efficient at messing it up. You know? Less government should be the should be the 
should be the aim, right? Should be the aim because they keep messing it up. Uh. We don't need to go through the whole article. The number is shocking. Canada released its annual euthanasia report for 2022, and it's bleak. Oh, it's a bleak business, depending on who you're asking. And we're going to segue into another law that was just passed in Canada in New Brunswick. Presumed consent for organ donating. Not that I'm connecting all these dots, but at some point in time, it becomes difficult not to. Oh, wait. So you're saying, wait. Wait, hold on. I mean, this is this is if this is kind of efficient. This seems like kind of efficient, right? It's like it's like <clears throat> you you help them, you know, remove themselves from society and you recycle or harvest their organs for donations. I mean, that's a win-win. <clears throat> and you get rid of your your riffraff in society you know the mentally ill the the drug addicted right man that's that seems like a lucrative that's a lucrative deal right there i don't i don't i don't know i i think we might be on to something i think we might be on to something i mean we might as well adopt that in the united states hey economy got you down right recession that that the government and or in the federal reserve likes to do you can't afford to pay your bills you can't afford to pay your medical bills right you can't afford to take care of your your sick family member here comes the government save the day let's uh, let's come in here and 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 ease the burden <clears throat> Oh, would you like to donate their organ? Sure. Do I get a coupon? Can I get a coupon for that? Maybe, uh, maybe uh, put that towards my light bill for the next month. I don't know. I find that weird how a lot of people come here and want to change this country to be something like that. But hey, maybe, maybe it's for the greater good. Right? Maybe it's being very progressive. Why not? Cut down on speech you don't like. Only use web guns for hunting. You know? Off yourself if you feel like you can't handle the world anymore. All on the government's uh, dime. <clears throat> Why not? Why not? But yet, but yet you still have pollution happening in in lakes, in oceans. How, why not fix that? That how come that hasn't been fixed? Everybody's all up on climate change. I don't see no real thing happening. <clears throat> the only thing that uh, that's climate change related is us. Oh, we. We, you know, we do all the pollutants, so let's just get rid of us. It's like hating on humans. Filthy animals. Let me ask, <clears throat> what is the new law in Canada? I don't even know if it's going to answer that question because of what I asked. Searching for. 
Canada Law Assistive Suicide for Drug The new law in Canada that helps with assistive suicide for drug is called the Medical Assistance in Dying, Made, Law. It was passed on March 17, 2021 and came into effect immediately, which can include mental illness and substance use disorders, to request and receive medically assisted death. However, there are some conditions can access made. Ooh, safeguards. For example, a person must have an extensive treatment history and cannot refuse all or most treatments. A person must also go through two assessments from independent healthcare providers. The law also excludes people who are suffering solely from mental illness for 24 months until March 17, 2024. The law is controversial and has sparked a lot of debate and criticism from different groups, Duh. such as drug users, activists, ethicists, and doctors. <clears throat> Some people argue that the law is a form of eugenics and that it ignores the social and structural factors that contribute to drug addiction and mental illness. Others argue that the law is a matter of human rights and that it respects the autonomy and dignity of people who are suffering and want to end their lives. The law is still being reviewed and monitored by the government and a parliamentary committee and may be subject to further changes in the future. All right, um, let's see how that goes. What is the amount of deaths caused by assisted killing? I don't, I don't even know how to say it. I can't even say it. assistive killing. Searching for Canada made statistics. Do you know what I'm asking? You? According to the latest report from Health Canada, there were 13,241 deaths caused by medical assistance in dying made in Canada in 2022. This accounted for 4.1% of all deaths in Canada in that year. Mm. The number of made deaths increased by 31.2% from 2021, <clears throat> when there that. were 10,064 made deaths, accounting for 3.3% of all deaths in Canada. I bet. The report also states that the total number of medically assisted deaths reported in Canada since the introduction of federal made legislation in 2016 is. So that's been around since 2016. That is nuts. And 44,000 44, people, uh, uh, Canadians, <clears throat> have been uh, put to rest, right? Is there an updated version now for right now? Searching for Canada Made Statistics 2023. Hmm. Yes, there is an updated version for 2023. Okay. According to the fourth annual report on medical assistance in dying in Canada, there were 15,386 deaths caused oh. by MAID in Canada in 2023. Look at that. This accounted for 4.6% of all deaths in Canada in that year. Mm. The number of MAID deaths increased by 16.2% from 2022 when there were 13,241 made deaths, and it's gonna get accounting for 4.1% of all deaths in Canada. It's going to get bigger. The report also states that the total number of medically assisted deaths reported in Canada since the introduction of federal made legislation in 2016 is 60,344. <clears throat> and the year's not over yet, people. We still got the holidays. Let's see if there's people that uh, can't afford uh, holiday gifts, <clears throat> right? Or they just got that extra illness for Christmas. 
right? I don't know. We'll see what happens. But it's already gone up fifteen thousand. That's two thousand more than last year so far. <sighs> but hey, uh, <clears throat> I think as a business, right? That seems like that seems like a pretty good thing. You know, I'm I'm kind of tired, run down. Like uh, my mental, I'm doing heavy drugs. You know, I'm just like laying on the street. You know, what better way to just pick pick them up, take them away, and then you'll never see them again, like people from the streets. You know, that whole statistic, if you stay homeless for two years, you won't be able to go back. So if maybe we could add that as a uh, in place, right? Like <clears throat> if you're more, if you've been homeless for more than two years and you don't seek any assistance and you have drug abuse problems, then uh, you're out of here. And then uh, that might that might help out your uh, skid row, right? But either way, uh, since we we want to turn this country into every other country, let's just implement that now. I mean, we got to make room somehow for for the people that are coming over. Like sure, let's just let's just swap them out. Like let's just get rid of them, and you know the, as some politicians said, the deplorables, right? And swap them out for uh, the people that are coming in. We sh- an even swap, right? And it's what we bring in like six six million, right? Six six million. So even swap, just take take three. Just to, just eliminate three. We'll see what happens. All right, you're listening to Coffee with RW. Hey, folks, this is Shelby from R and Two Daughters Apothecary. At my online shop, r2da.shop, I handcraft tinctures, teas, and specialty teas using natural ingredients to nurture wellness. Sign up for my newsletter recipes and tips straight from me that's r2da.shop i love sharing my apothecary journey on wesn and tune in to hear more about how i carefully craft natural products and to help you feel your best i'm shelby and at r and two daughters apothecary we believe wellness starts naturally shut up boy What's up, everybody? This is Crazy. First off, shout out to everybody for tuning in to WESN with Ralph William and his crew. While you're here listening to your favorite content, make sure you visit my website, crazy.town, K-R-A-Z-I-E dot T-O-W-N, and check out my shop. Free shipping if you order 35 or more, otherwise it's 350. I add stuff all the time, and I'm totally open to suggestions. If you have any questions or inquiries, hit me up through my website. Thanks again for listening, and have a blessed day. Thank you, everybody, for uh, returning back. We greatly appreciate it. What is the homeless and drug population in the United States currently? 
I mean, we got to talk numbers, right? Let's just, let's just get the numbers out right. Hmm. Searching for homeless and drug population in the United States 2023. According to the web search results, the homeless and drug population in the United States is a complex and dynamic issue that varies by state, region, and time. Based on the available data, some possible answers are the total number of people experiencing homelessness in the U.S. on a single night in 2022 was 582,462. This was a 0.3% increase from 2020, when there were 580,466 homeless people. The states with the highest rates of homelessness per 10,000 residents in 2022 were the District of Columbia, 65.8, California, 43.7, Vermont, 43.1, Oregon, 42.3, and Hawaii, 41.4. The number of homeless people with chronic substance abuse problems in the U.S. in 2022 was estimated to be 60,786. This was a 2.6% decrease from 2020, when there were 62,401 homeless people with substance abuse issues. Of the total homeless population with substance abuse problems in 2022, 50.1% were living in emergency shelters, 28.9% were living in transitional housing, and 21% were living in unsheltered locations. The number of homeless people with severe mental illness in the U.S. in 2022 was estimated to be 111,139. This was a 1.9% increase from 2020, when there were 109,140 population with severe mental illness in 2022, 48.5% were living in emergency shelters, 25.8% were living in transitional housing, and 25.7% were living in unsheltered locations. These numbers may change in 2023 as the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic, the economic recession, and the federal relief efforts on homelessness and substance abuse are still being assessed and monitored. The latest report on homelessness in the U.S. is expected to be released in late 2023 or... Well, there you go. Mm. Sorry, I need a, I need a, I need to taste this bitter black coffee. Man, that sucks. I'm not using my Yeti and uh, it is cold already. Ugh. At least if it's going to be a bitter black coffee, then uh, <clears throat> at least stay warm. Ugh. <clears throat> All right. Really learning to suffer right now. Huh. All right. <clears throat> so I just think that uh, they're just a lot of, uh, I don't know. I just feel that there's a lot of issues that need to be discussed. Like, of course, they make it seem like they're the ones that, have the choice to the very last second if they want to go through with it, right? I mean, I don't know. It just feels weird. Is it is it okay? Like, is it kind of like having a pet and you put it down? Is it like that? Like, they're old, they're suffering, you know? Let them go. 
type of deal for people? I mean, I'm sure it's easy to say, oh, they're, they're contributing nothing to society. Let's get rid of them. Right? They, all they are is a burden. And believe me, I get it. You know, I have a dog too. I feel bad sometimes because it is old. It, it has no control over certain things that it does. And I'm like, damn, am I making it worse by, you know, ha- have them keep keep going? Right? So are we going to be attacking this from, oh, it needs to be for the greater good? For the greater good of society? I mean, we can we can go through numbers at all, but I mean, how how do we attack this? But I, but in Canada, they're like, oh, hey. But how do they do it with people with mental illness? Right? I don't know. Searching for Canada made mental illness disability. Medical assistance in dying made for people with mental illnesses or disabilities is a complex and controversial issue in Canada. The current law allows people who suffer from a mental illness and substance use disorders to request and receive medically assisted death. However, there are some conditions and aid. For example, a person must have an extensive treatment history and cannot refuse all or most treatments. A person must also go through two assessments from independent healthcare providers. The law also excludes people who are suffering solely from mental illness for 24 months until March 17, 2024. This is a one-year extension from the original timeline, which was granted by the government to allow more time to develop practice standards, training, data collection, and monitoring. The law is still being reviewed and monitored by the government and a parliamentary committee and may be subject to further changes in the future. The law has sparked a lot of debate and criticism from different groups, such as drug users, activists, ethicists, and doctors. Some people argue that the law is a form of eugenics and that it ignores the social and structural factors that contribute to drug addiction and mental illness. They also worry that the law may increase the risk of coercion and abuse of vulnerable people no. and that it may undermine the recovery and hope of people with mental illnesses or disabilities. Others argue that the law is a matter of human rights and that it respects the autonomy and dignity of people who are suffering and want to end their lives. They also claim that the law provides a compassionate and humane option for people who have exhausted all other means of alleviating their well, there you go. So, um, anybody having any opinions on this? I see Fred used to breaking down some stats in the chat. What are those like? Uh, who who are the ones that were assisted? <laughs> Someone says, "Kill them all." Yeah, <laughs> everyone's got to go. If you're unproductive, get out of here. Sorry, Mama Bear. All right. Well, I wanted to just air out that. Uh, Let me know what you guys think. You can either uh, call up and air out your opinion. Or if you got a fact, hey, why not? Throw out facts. Uh, Let me know.
I have no problem hearing alternative uh, opinions or information. At least here you can do that somewhat. Oh, age group. So uh, I take it more of them were people 75 and older or 65 and older. Or it was just like even out across the board. It's most likely the old people, the boomers. Yeah, they want to get rid of the boomers nowadays. Yo. What's up, buddy? What's up, my man? Good morning, everybody. This is uh, a complex. This is a great topic. Mm. Um, Man, I find it appalling that the amount of homeless that are in that age category, we're supposed to respect and honor the elderly. Um, but I mean, come on, we can't, we can't respect the elder because everybody says that they don't know nothing. They're just too old. They don't want to learn things. They're not progressive. It's a young man's game. You know, that's what certain people say. So they're just going to completely dismiss old people thinking. So, I mean, why not just get them out of here? I mean, maybe we might save on social security money. The earlier we get them out of here. Well, I mean, there's a lot more to life, uh, you know, basing character on if you can press buttons on a f- um, And then there's the factor where how did these people become homeless in the first place? I'm assuming that they got ripped off or something happened. And that's another thing is they really, you know, 80. Can you imagine, be, you imagine being on the street at like 80, 84? You're already tired anyways. Like what in the come on now? Yeah, it's um it's crazy, man. I mean, I think uh I might have shared this on Instagram. There was a uh a, a news that <clears throat> I think they in the hospital somebody re- they released I think it was like a seventy something year old lady, right? And then just just dumped her outside in the streets with her gown and all like and just 70 just fend for yourself there's nobody to pick you up there's no home we can take you to your insurance doesn't you know can't cover everything so they just like leave them out there and you know it's very hard to uh i don't know it it's just me maybe it, it's just hard to see some and now and when i go to new york I, when i used to go to new york i would see these old ladies or just old people in general like walking the streets, like hunched over with their walkers, like still getting getting it, right? Going out there and getting it, like whatever. If they're going to the store or whatever, I'm like, damn, good for you. But you can't help but to feel bad because, man, they need help too. So I just think any elderly person that's like past 70 in the streets, man, that just gets, they won't last that's just me. It's like we're talking, you know, we're talking about it even in a way like where everybody knows. Billions and billions of dollars. You can't find a couple of them billions coming back to, to grandma. Yeah. Santa's watching your ass. You're not getting nothing, government <clears throat> issue. Yeah, you're right, man. <laughs> yeah. Get get rid of grandma. Don't don't pay attention to no old people. Cause they had Apparently, here, old people have nothing to contribute to society. 
You know, nobody wants to listen to an older person just because they're old. They don't know anything. Oh, because they don't know how to operate their TikToks. They got nothing to offer. Come on, man. That makes no freaking sense to me. If it wasn't for certain old people, you know, people wouldn't remember of any atrocities that happened in the past. Because they lived it. But people want to just automatically dismiss old people because they're old. Now, I don't know if it's just a me thing. I've always grown up to like, not that I've grown up, it's like, yeah, some of them were a-holes, right? I get it. But I've always sort of like liked to be around the old people because you technically want to know, like, you want to get the heads up on certain things so that you won't get caught up in the, you know, some stupid stuff because everything likes to repeat itself, right? But people tend to forget that. History tends to repeat itself. That whole shit, if you don't study history, you tend to repeat it, blah, 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 whatever. But I mean, without really, if you're not going to get into a book, ask somebody that's lived through it. You know, ask somebody that's gone through it. Like, can you imagine us? Maybe not me. You, you'll, you'll probably be in good shape when you're older. Like 80 years old. And you're going to have some young little little tyke come up to you. Like, Can you tell me what it was like when we had a lockdown, Mr. Sean? Because they're not going to know. They're going to they're gonna go through it like it's a, a everyday occurrence. But they're not going to know. You remember there was a time where I could have said whatever I wanted on TikTok or on Twitter? <laughs> or we didn't have to walk around. Wearing face masks or a time where I didn't have uh, an assistant, an assistant robot follow me around boarding, you know, by myself in public. <laughs> you guys are just doing simulations. That's just my personal opinion. Of course, everybody is entitled to theirs. You know, that whole cliche, they're like buttholes. Everybody's got one. But that's just my opinion. I just think before dismissing somebody because of their age, I mean, if we if we do that, how people look, hey, add age to that too. Just because someone is old doesn't mean that you should dismiss everything they say. Maybe they got something to teach you. Did she not give us the most current? stroke her i don't know why they always do that it's like here um uh i don't know they always do that they always maybe they just to give us a complete statistic like 2022 here's what it was but for now i mean unless fair use correct me in the chat uh for 2023 i think it was like 15 but the year's not over yet though Seemed to go out of her way to this whole thing. In fact, the standard is so high, they added it. I could be wrong. I'm sure. I don't know that's number that one, but that's pretty said, up there. Yeah. It's like top yeah. five or something like that. Yeah, that's so, uh, let's be real. So these are already hospitals, doctors who, who have uh, already have some bad habits. They're really not uh, making the grade. So to, to now, especially for the reasoning, it's like monetary. Oh, because you're poor or you're 
and then and then like what other options did they have because you know tax you here oh late fee over here uh did, you know i mean look at it so duke james and for new people we we're just talking about canada and their met uh, the acronym is made uh, i feel made assistive something medical assistant in death yeah in death and uh and we're just going through that that's been around for 2016 the the numbers go up and they're going to try and add extra law saying that those that are involved in in heavy drug abuse or drug use that they're going to be added to the to the, the people that can be eligible for that so and i was just making the uh you know the shock commentary because that's really what, what what i'm doing is uh that maybe that's something that we should implement here or we probably will since we like to turn the united states into every other country uh, why not implement that kind of uh, law here and it will probably help out on homeless and drug uh abuse problems that we have in the united states so. i know i know i know what you're saying is sarcasm you know, the only thing I would say about it is somebody that's going to kill themselves or 99% of the time, you're not going to talk about it. It's going to happen. So the only the thing that this would help with is so your mother or your grandmother or your child or somebody close to you don't find you in a back room with no head. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. I know somebody who found their child committed suicide. And mm. He's not right now. He's, he's, not what? He's, he's not right. He's not right. He's not right. He's, he's really, he's, he's really like flipped the kind of person he was. And he talks about having nightmares and, and you know certain things kids do gives him gives him PTSD. Uh-uh. But that right I mean, there, man, it just feels somebody's weird. gonna do it. If there's a way, if there's a way to do it to where people will, I mean, you're never gonna be comfortable with it. But <clears throat> at least you don't find your own child in the basement or you know in this room. <clears throat> the problem that and, I have, and to and be clear, understand... his child was over eighteen. Sorry, his no, child no. was over eighteen. That sucks. It wasn't a child. Yeah, I mean, it's, I I understand what what you mean, and I see it on both sides. The only problem is is that it it seems like it's an op it's an open invitation to like uh, blur the lines or or use that to maybe make uh, coerce people to 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 do it that don't need it, right? Or or they might not necessarily benefit. Like I know that they say there's a lot of like things in place or whatever but it's like if you have a veteran that comes home and who knows of any veteran that comes home right you know what's to say that that's is that how we're gonna repay our veterans with that like it's bad enough they can't get any health care or or any other assistance from from the va 
But then we're gonna throw this in the play. Well, I mean, it's not it's not happening here, but I'm just using that as an example. That they can use that as a way of like, thanks for your service. Now you know we know you're a little cuckoo because of what we asked you to do, or we paid you to do. Uh, we're just gonna take you out because you're not, well, you know, you're not say, a good uh, person in society. Veterans, hmm? They say veterans commit suicide every 22 seconds. Yeah, here. I don't know if that's a, if that's a thing. Or, or, that's, a, that's another good question. Like veterans in the United States do that. Is there such thing as like that happening in other countries? I'm sure there is. Is there? Is there I'm sure there is. That is an amazing question. I I never had. You got to think that other countries they're forced into the military too. Other countries they're forced to go there. So people, other in another country they'll kill themselves so they don't have to be in the military. Their soil, so they're growing that's, up. In a yeah, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, that's a whole different dynamic. Searching for veterans and PTSD in other countries. Yes, there are other countries that have a problem with veterans and PTSD besides the United States. According to the web search results, some of these countries are Israel. Israel has a high rate of exposure huh. to traumatic events such as wars, terrorism, and violence. But is that recent? A study found that about 9% of Israeli veterans who served in the 1982 Lebanon War had PTSD and about 7% of Israeli veterans who served in the 2006 Lebanon War had PTSD. However, Israel also has a low rate of PTSD compared to other countries, which may be due to factors such as social support, resilience, and military culture. Australia. Australia has been involved in several conflicts, such as the Vietnam War, the Gulf War, and the Afghanistan War. I'm sorry, Duke James, you want to say something? <clears throat> Yeah, what I was asking was how current is that? Like how, you know what I mean? But when they gave the stats, the dates of like 19, you know, back mm, in the day, yeah. it makes sense. And so when you think about it, like with that being a main thing, like I'm not a psychologist, nor I'm just an average person who also deal with trauma too. And mm. so like, I see, like my dad, for instance, my dad was in the military and like he has PTSD. He has, you know, all the, all the mental issues. Mm. And like the only thing they did for him was like, well, here's some medicine and, you know, just got a decent citizen. And that was it. Like that was the only care he got. And uh, how did, how did, what did that look like? Like, uh, is he still with us? I mean, he is still with us, but I mean, you know a crazy person when you see one. <laughs> you know a motherfucker done been through some shit. Like, that's the only way I can say it. Like, he, he just been through, through some stuff. And um, it ain't easy to, like, you know, walk away from something like that. You know what I mean? You didn't, you didn't see people get which their word, head, Which one was he in? Uh, he was in the Afghanistan war. He was um, mm. in the Navy, and then he uh, transferred to the Army. I don't know how he did that. Don't ask me. <laughs> wow, okay. No, but he did it. And, so he, was, and uh, he had got shot and became a wound, wounded veteran. Mm -hmm. And so since then, it's like, 
you know. I mean, he's trying to change his life, right? He's doing the things that he needs to do for himself. But as far as like afterwards, like that, sitting in this hospital and get better. That was it. <clears throat> there's no, there's no. Uh, Did he ever go to like? Don't isn't there like meetings that they give for veterans, like to air out whatever they're going through, or like a? Yeah, uh, but I doubt he goes. I, I really do doubt that he goes outside. Um, I'm, I'm gonna say what. He, so when he found out he had uh, other children, uh, we had all wanted to do a DNA test, and we was gonna go through ancestry. Make a long story short, this man goes and tells me he says I'm not gonna do that ancestry stuff because I don't want them people to clone my DNA, and I'm like. Bro, you done been in the military, bro. Ain't much else cloning you can, they can do to you. Be like, you done gave them your name, your social security number, everything. They got your blood type, all that. Blood, all that. So if they wanted to recreate another one of you, trust me when I tell you, they already got it prepared. And then you already got four kids. So if they really needed you that bad, I feel like the closest one that they can get to would be me. <clears throat> so fair use is putting in the chat. I I guess you're saying they have that here in the United States, and uh, is that like what is what is the the number after the year? Is that how many pass away? Or is that the percentage? But so let me ask you this, uh, Duke James: If there was, if there is, does it seem like? From looking at your your dad, is that like there's no way that he can get better, or that he is a a functioning person in society, or m maybe not him as an example, but just people um, that are veterans I mean, in general. I would say, I mean, never. He's still. I mean, I would say he's still a functioning, you know, human being of of, of you know of society. But it's the you know the fact that he has. You know, he didn't seen things, you know what I mean? And the mm -hmm. rest of us haven't, as I was going to say, Ralph, like some of us haven't like literally been over there in that, you know, fight or flight mode 365 days out of the year and mm -hmm. having to see, you know, your neck, your man next to you get smoked yeah. or, or, you know, his leg get blown off. You know what I mean? Like I've, I've come across veterans where, you know, the only thing they do is just drink because that's the only thing that they can cope with, drinking or smoke. Because they didn't see things. Uh, one guy that I used to know, he was uh, in the Marines. He was like, he, I can't remember what war he, he said he was in, but he was a sniper. And he said that his uh, spotter or or I think it's a scout or whatever. I'm not so sure of the termination. Don't quote me on that. But he mm -hmm. said his man got killed. And he was literally trying to, you know, smoke somebody. And he Saw, saw the man die. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you know, and how how can you how can how can you say, man, yeah, I'm I'm all right, bro. No, you're not all right, bro. You didn't see some things. <laughs> and if you just so happen to just tweak one moment, like you have you have people who are unaware of your situation. And I mean, and it ain't something easy to talk about. Like you gotta be drunk to talk about. It. Got to be drunk to feel something. So, yeah, I feel bad uh, for him. What do you do? I wish there was something that we could do uh, as civilians, like 
if I at least knew like some type of protocol to help you know that person need. So what would you feel about what we're talking about this uh, medical assistive of death? I I honestly think it'd be helpful. You know what I mean, because people need it. You know what I mean? People mm-hmm. need the help, especially medical help. And, and for real, you know, medicine shouldn't cost. It should be free. Mm-hmm. Nah, bro, this free. isn't medicine. This is helping you commit suicide. They will, they will kill you for you. It's not help, per se. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean by... Uh... It's medical assistive in death. It's MAID, something that they do in Canada. Apparently, they do it here. There's ten states that are it's legal in the United States. And um, if that is off, would you have an issue, or do you think it's helpful to offer that to veterans or you know people? Probably they like put you in a room, you know. I saw this clip. I don't know if this is all the for every case, but they give you like a vial, like a something you drink, and then you you mix it with something else, and then it'll it'll put you to sleep, and then that's it. You won't wake up after that. It's nice and peaceful. There's no um, self inflicting wounds. You know, nobody's gonna find you a certain way. You might be surrounded by people you want to be around, but. Is that something that is a viable option that should be out there? Like, I feel a certain type of way, but then again, I'm I'm a doom and gloom type of guy. Like, I always feel like things are going to be manipulated and, and taken to the extreme, but that might not be the case. Maybe it might be helpful for people. Well, I think of it this way. Hmm. If the person is, you know, sane or, you know, in the right mind, but they are so injured that they are not going to have a good quality of life, then I'm all for it. But if they're, you know, if they're able to, um, like, have some assistance in daily activities, but are able to um, perform, you know, said daily activities, then no, they're not a good candidate. And only reason why I say if they're, you know, you know, sane enough, if they are able to voice to them, hey, I'm not going to have a good quality of life. I'm not going to be able to, you know, um, do this, that, and the other. You know, what's the point in me even being here? <clears throat> and there are there are um soldiers that come back or are like that and then again there are soldiers that pack and can't do that but that's when the wife or next of kin comes in and says i know this is what the decision that they would make they went over there they fought for their country they did what they were supposed to do or what they wanted to do and I know for a fact they, you know, they come back like this. I know they would not want to be like this. Okay. I guess that's when, when you go into the service, I think every person that goes into the service, you know, when you turn 18 or whatever, you have to sign that thing 
or whatever at the post office wherever i think you should have to sign some kind of form stating giving a medical proxy or whatever it's called you know to the next of kin or wife or whatever husband whatnot whatever you know so that way that this is not a question you know yeah <clears throat> sorry uh <laughs> dude james not um but what service um which you sign up for i actually have uh my copy that i signed with in 2007 yeah so it's like if <laughs> if they was just so happen to do the draft selective service will be <laughs> You ain't got no siblings. Your daddy got enough <laughs> children to carry on this, you know. You, you know. You know what I mean? Uh, unlike you, you know, you good. Come on, good. bro. We're gonna we're gonna drop you in the en enemy lines and you're gonna right impregnate there. the enemy. That's hey, what you gonna do. Don't tell him that, man, because I'm gonna do my job well. <laughs> what do you mean? Stand through. That's a huge breaker breaker. Mm -hmm. Yo, yo. One nine. Oh, yeah, right on. <laughs> yeah, I, I switched Wi-Fi. I kind of missed Oh. Uh, while no one was looking. But, hey, I wanted to add um all. So the 170 billion uh, sent to Ukraine at one point, literally overnight, you could take all the homeless veterans in the United States of America and slap them with $2 million overnight. So with that being said, when they mentioned all these other options that they wanted people to explore, uh, what what options are they talking about? And another thing I wanted to mention, and I know I'm going to catch some heat on this one, there's a lot of support groups that are out there, uh, including some of the 12-step programs. They're, they're money grabs. They really are. Like some of the homeless stuff, you go there. I went there, man. I try to give them transformers, like... Uh, the Beast Wars ones, all the weapons, everything, uh, looking right, and, and they won't, they won't take it, man. They won't take like. I'm starting to lose my points, but can, can you imagine? So if they took that money, like, just say you're like a homeless veteran, right? Uh, you've been through some shit. You're worn out. They, they at least they give you like a starter home, right? But they're saying like, okay, so this home. This biggest shit, nice ass house that's gonna be great for your PTSD. It has enough property where you can uh, take some pride in growing your own vegetables, which will be great for your mental health at large. And you're gonna have some roommates that are also dealing with similar issues. And you guys can uh, confide in one another and be a support group, as well as all be living in like a, a good arrangement and looking to bring other men up in that community who then will also you know receiving aid and this kind of thing i i, I don't know i just feel like what options have they really explored other than hey man that was a making great more option, war well, that's, that's a great option. Option. i i would like to add one more thing now now what about this just imagine like how much so if you're you know a veteran and maybe uh you see transparent through whatever lie that you you might have believed in wholeheartedly that got you to where you're overseas fighting your heart out like believing wholeheartedly in a cause and then maybe you you find out otherwise 
Now, as you're like suffering at home, nightmares, everything, you know, regrets, like praying and all this stuff, you know, worrying about after, you know, all the stuff maybe someone's going through. And just to see that they're continually headstrong going into more, more of these conflicts and wars that are obvious. Help me out here. You know, wouldn't, wouldn't, you, wouldn't, you just, bro. wouldn't you be devastated if there was like, not only were you suffering, but whatever caused it originally was still not only going strong, but harming other people and not just other soldiers, but like, you know, all around the world, look at our global policy right now. Everybody's done with us, dude. They're, they're even telling us like, we don't want your dollar anymore. And even the, even, even the United States citizens were like, no, nah, we, we're, uh, we got the internet now. We kind of feel like you're lying. This is the yeah. information age, and we kind of feel like you're lying. And we're I feel done. Like yeah, all I don't want to play doctor. smoke, bro. It's dumb. And I mean, like, I, I don't know where she, I don't know where I was at, but if it wasn't for like Donald Trump coming out and just basically whatever bullshit, I'm just done. You know what I mean? And I feel you, dude, Sean. Like, there should be something that, especially for you know military personnel something that they could have to come home to you know what i mean like if you go over there and you fight why not come back with something instead of you know being treated like a piece of shit like i'm just being i'm just being honest like yeah my dad's not on the street you know what i mean he got a decent house you know what i mean but nevertheless like his mental health isn't isn't stable but it shouldn't even matter about his live his living situation matters, but his mental state should also matter too. Right, I agree. I think so veterans should be two keys. Yeah. Should be number one. Yeah. You know, exactly. That and the elderly. I mean, shit, as soon as you sign your name on a dotted line, it should be like they give you all the Man, as soon as you sign up, bro, you got this, you got this, you got this side of the bonus. Yeah, man, blah, 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 blah. Don't never, I don't, I've never heard nothing about no insurance. <laughs> no, none about no health care. I mean, nothing. All I hear is signing bonus. Come and get this money. Get the money, get a gun. You know what I mean? Like, that's all I hear. Get money and get a gun. Like, nah. Well, that's how, that's how they attract the young, the young guys to get away. Hey. Hey, we'll, we'll if you go to if you go up to bat for us, Sonny boy, we'll even pay for your college. Ha cha 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 cha. The military really? do get they do have medical, but it's medical insurance in the whole country for almost everybody. You will be forced to take some mystery vaccines throughout the the whole ordeal because if there's one thing I remember from COVID was a lot of military people and their feelings saying like, well. You know, gonna take shit your whole career or whatever. <clears throat> so, well, if you go to a different country, they I don't know get you with vaccines anyway. This, this is just another one to add to the fucking list of craziness. Some, some people will like. Both of y'all made very valid points, but I couldn't hear both of you at the same time. <laughs> I, mean, I, I do have one in the one here. <laughs> but hear both of y'all this. made valid points. According to a paper published in the British Journal of Psychiatry, Canada has the highest levels of PTSD among 24 countries, followed by the Netherlands, Australia, the US and New Zealand. The lowest levels were found in Nigeria, 
China and Romania won. The paper suggests that the prevalence of PTSD is influenced by factors such as trauma exposure, cultural and social norms, and access to mental health care. The U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs VA reports that PTSD affects about 11 to 20 percent of veterans who served in operations Iraqi Freedom and Enduring Freedom, 12 percent of veterans who served in the Gulf War, and 15 percent of veterans who served in the Vietnam War II. The VA also reports that there were more than 6,000 veteran suicides each year from 2008 through 2016, and that veteran and non-veteran adult suicide rates increased 25.9% and 20.6% respectively from 2005 to 20,163. A study by Psychology Today found that U.S. soldiers are four times as likely to die by suicide than in combat, and that suicide rates among active military personnel and veterans of the post-9-11 wars have increased dramatically since 9-114. This study identified some risk factors for suicide among soldiers, such as access to firearms, military culture, PTSD and trauma, and multiple deployments. Different countries have different approaches to addressing the mental health needs of veterans and preventing suicide. For example, Australia has a comprehensive system of support services for veterans and their families, including counseling, peer support, crisis intervention, and compensation. Australia also has a national strategy for suicide prevention, which aims to reduce the stigma and barriers to seeking help, improve access and quality of care, and strengthen the evidence base for effective interventions. Canada, on the other hand, has been criticized for its lack of coordination and funding for veterans' mental health care, and for its bureaucratic and complex processes for accessing benefits and services. Canada has recently announced a new suicide prevention strategy for veterans, which focuses on early identification, intervention, and follow-up. You know what? That's strange that um, the AI say that because I was, well, first of all, I don't know too many wars that Canada has been in, you know what I mean, or a part of. So I, first of all, that's why I'm, that's why I'm gonna say that as a disclaimer. But I do know America. You know what I mean, America has been in countless wars <laughs> for no reason at all. And then they I was going to our... say the same thing. Not to sound too insensitive, but what wars did Canada's soldiers go through to have all this PTSD? Well, probably nothing like, you know, I don't know. I can't speak for them. But I, I was trying to look for, like, suicide rate, maybe... Maybe uh, fair use can help me out. Oh my God, bro! The suicide rates of veterans of other countries, and if it's higher in the United States, like, do they take care of their veterans in other countries? Because all I'm hearing from like Australia, and is like it's the same thing that we do, you know, uh, help centers and meetings and stuff like that. But how are their suicide rates amongst veterans? I saw some stats earlier before. I want to know if there's some stats on that. Cause that's, cause that's strange, man. Cause like, mm -hmm. yeah, man. Cause like, all right. So I remember when I was younger, right? I asked my mom this question. And, and, and this is what I keep hearing. And, it, and it's probably true. Like there's no blanket statement for everything. Everybody got their own little, uh, life experiences, how they grew up, you know, so many factors, influence, and blah, blah, blah. We can't just give one statement and say, this is this because of this all 
across the board. I, I get that. Everybody has, but it, there has something. There's something to be said about, you know, what is the highest probability, right? Like, you're most likely to do this due to these factors. It's, it's got to be. But anyway, let me see. I, I don't know. I mean, I I'm worried with like obviously the way that people can be conditioned. You know how somebody can cycle easily, very easily, be psychologically brought to a place, even if it takes a life, an entire lifetime to have fruition. Uh, one example is this: is like I remember being like uh, in school, and they just hound you, like you're going to be flipping burgers, or you're going to prison, where you're going to be raped uh, if you don't go to college and not only get one degree but two degrees. You gotta have two degrees. Yeah, that's what they just pumped down your throat. So, like, you just have the inevitable is, like, I thought that the only option for me was to join the military. That's what I thought my whole life was, like, well, I'm joining the military. Might as well go. Them two degrees, man, they're going to cost you, like, about $100,000. You know, the crazy thing is I boiled it down to – go ahead, Dushan. The point I'm making is, like, how easy it is – to condition to bring this somebody to place. Now, re, if you like want to uh, reverse engineer that from somebody who's uh, been through trauma, whatever it might be, and they're at suicide's doorstep, you know, for how long before that did they, on some level, even if it was subconsciously, kind of feel like that was destiny? And then, and then on top of that, for all you people who want to talk about manifestation on all these kind of like. Uh, Know, like if you in- inherently having that in your mind, wouldn't wouldn't you uh, bring that into your life? So something to be considered, you know. Something, yeah, yeah. So what I was getting ready to say, Ralph, was the the two things as a kid. I mean, as a teenager, that I was the two three options I was given as a kid was go to work. You know what I mean? Go to the military or go to college. I mean, those are the three options that I was given. Or the fourth one that I found out later in life is go to jail. You know what I mean? If you just want to just be be nothing, do nothing, just sit in jail, you know, you get three hots and a cot. I mean, and you get TV, you get exercise, you get outside time. And I mean, so those are your four options that you can choose. But then I bring this other thought that we were talking about earlier, how um, some countries have... They, they make you go into the military, but then at the same time, they make you go into the military. These same countries don't allow their citizens to carry guns like America does. Mm-hmm. I will digress on that thought. Correct, <laughs> sir. Yeah, but you know what? Um, Let me see what... I think uh, suicide is... is... Like uh, with gun well, control, I, mean, I was like, really? That's how they, yeah, that's how they program it. To say. I don't know. I think it would be more prone for like, especially with youth, for them to take an entire bottle of their already overly prescribed serotonin inhibitors, or something like this. Like, and I really hate to take it there, but I, but I could, like, especially with you have the uh, gene therapy medicines. So a lot of those medicines <laughs> will risk your life for a condition that is uh not life-threatening on the immediate and uh, gotcha let me let me play this real quick because i want to know what the stats are for other countries how are they treating according to the web search results the suicide rates of veterans in other countries compared to the united states vary depending on the source and the methodology used however 
some general trends can be observed. The United States has one of the highest veteran suicide rates among the countries that have comparable data, such as Australia, Canada, and the United Kingdom 123. The United States also has a higher veteran suicide rate than the general population, while some other countries, such as Australia and Canada, have a lower or similar veteran suicide rate than the general population 123. The United States has seen a slight decrease in the veteran suicide rate from 2019 to 2020, but it still remains a significant public health issue that affects thousands of veterans and their families every year 14. Some factors that may contribute to the high veteran suicide rate in the United States include the prevalence of mental health and substance use disorders, the lack of access to adequate and timely health care and legal services, the stigma and barriers to seeking help, and the exposure to combat and trauma during military service 124. I hope this information helps you understand the situation of veteran suicide in the United States and other countries. No. If you or someone you know is struggling with suicidal thoughts, please call the Veterans Crisis Line at 1-800-273-8255 and press 1, or text 838255. You are not alone, and there is hope and help available. This AI is not answering the question that I want. I want to know... How do other countries take care of their veterans in terms of their PTSD or their assisted suicide? And of course, the United States is high in uh, in suicide, right? Because people want to, because we're the ones that go to war most of the time, right? Like we're the ones that get sent out. I'm talking about like, like we, like I'm in there, but. You know, in the, the United States military is the one that gets deployed to uh, to other people's wars like Ukraine and like Palestine and, and, and Israel. <clears throat> so, but in those other countries, how do they take care of their own? I mean, if it's better than the United States, what is it? What do they do? I don't know. That's what I was trying to figure out. We got about five minutes left, guys. What do you guys want to say? Um, yeah, Ralph. First and foremost, I want to say uh, one thank you, um, man. And as individuals, if we know, we need them. We need them just like they need us. You know what I mean? And we need each other. So if we, as you know, citizens, take it upon ourselves to say, you know what? Good job. Uh, Shelby, you with us? Nope. I would like to take a second to thank you for having me on the panel as well. Um, <clears throat> this program really changed, is going to change me in the way that I was oblivious to the fact that the age groups of the homeless, I really thought that it... Uh, Dushan, Mr. A, uh, you want to say anything? Hello, uh, the working man up uh, unloading something. By what he's doing <clears throat> but uh thanks everybody for tuning in for uh coffee with rw i appreciate your time your input your your statistics your stats your opinions all the differing uh opinions out there and uh it's just to bring awareness to what's going on and bring comparison maybe bring some solutions but who knows uh, remember to download the mobile app, WESN, Epic Strategies Network, on your app store. And uh, make sure to share the podcast when you by 
being a patron, go to Epic, help to support the station, help support those that support us by um, when you download the app. There, are, so go support them as well, and uh, spread the love, everybody. Happy Monday! I hope you guys are well rested with the extra hour of sleep. No, and, um, I'm not, Mr. James. Something you want to no. say? I no? said no. I'm not. I'm still up at like crack ass early in the morning, bro. <laughs> that extra hour does nothing. Maybe I go to bed an hour. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll catch you guys on the on the next re up, and. Uh, Remember, stay humble, stay hungry, and you'll always be blessed. Take care. Peace.